Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome beautiful listeners. Welcome back guys. We are excited for Christmas. We're so excited for Christmas. Um, I'm a little bit of a Christmas fanatic so we've got three trees up. <laughs> we yes we do <laughs> presents wrapped under the trees several yep. batches of cookies made we're ready yes but like one thing about christmas i because I, I was talking to a few friends and it's like they were saying well jesus wasn't even born around this time like you know i don't understand why and so i guess that kind of brought up a question for me i never questioned i guess i just thought jesus was born around this time because if no one told me that he wasn't why would i think that he would Right. And so when I was told that, I was like, oh, okay, why do we celebrate it? But then you were talking about how it's the darkest time of the season, and then right. Jesus being the light came, and he showed us that it's... Christmas is more than just the presents and the cookies and right. the tradition behind I think it. it. I think it's so beautiful. It's perfect timing here, um, particularly over in America, up in Minnesota. It gets so dark, dark at night, like four o'clock, where people just want to crawl into bed and stay there um, yep. for 12 hours. <laughs> yep. No, more than 12 hours. It is more than 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not move. It gets so dark and there's what's called seasonal effect disorder, where people kind of go into depression because of lack of light. And it's cold and it's snowy and it can be kind of slow and depressing time of the year. Mm -hmm. But what is beautiful is like, and in this darkness, we're waiting for the light, the light of Christ to come and shine and bring us hope. And just as we celebrate Christmas, then in January, we start going into the lightness. And it's a beautiful timing in this world to be conscious of our Savior and the light and the hope that he brings in the darkness. Absolutely. And I feel like that ties in really well with what we're talking about today, feeling safe or seeking faith. And sometimes I feel like you know, if we just stick to tradition and Santa Claus and cookies and all the outward things of Christmas, it can feel safe. Right. Safe. And I think you chase it, right? You're mm-hmm. chasing these things. It, it can be like a high and you're like, oh, this is great. And sometimes seeking faith and seeking what God intended Christmas to really be about can be difficult. It makes people question maybe their spiritual belief yeah. with the common culture, which kind of denies God I think in a lot of ways and absolutely considers Jesus like Santa Claus kind of fake and so within the crowd of people in our cultural norm it can be easy to play it safe and not say Merry Christmas and worry about what other people are thinking Mm -hmm. and not that is a really really big thing yeah and not show your faith but it's playing it safe Mm -hmm. and so I think it does Christmas season ties in well with the title that we have it's like 
Are, do you play it safe in the holidays? Or are you really building and strengthening your faith? Are you seeking your faith in the holidays? Because it's the perfect, beautiful time to do this. And I meet people who are disillusioned with Christmas because they grew up as a child and there was Santa Claus and presents. Mm -hmm. And then when they get older, it's nothing. It's empty. But that's because it's that focus. Um, It's that comfort in the physical and the presence and all the things that we see. And that was really never what Christmas was about. No. We added the fun. We like to add fun here in this God never said don't have fun. It's just Christmas is about different things. Like Jesus truly is the reason for the season. And as I grow up and of course Santa Claus and all that stuff is super, super fun. And I I don't regret having that, but it also, I, I've found that as I step into my faith more, I feel much more satisfied when I focus on my faith aspect of Christmas. It's like, you get such an awe of like, Mm -hmm. like Jesus came down in a manger like that's so humbling and we talked about this in our podcast around Christmas time last year and it's so oh it's just amazing that a king the most glorious being of like existence would come down and be among us born in a lowliest of places yeah put out in a barn born in a barn yeah in, in a manger um, the Lamb of the Sacrifice is where they would put the Lamb of the Sacrifice. I was just reading about that it that it was very significant why he was laid in that manger because Jesus came as the sacrifice to our sins. Yep. But God shows us that all these material things, this royalty, this power, none of it matters. Mm-hmm. That's not what God is about. And so Christmas is really beautiful, a beautiful time of reflection. I would agree with that 100%. If you, it, it, but it can be hard not to get lost in things. Mm-hmm. And I just waved to Santa Claus. No, actually, Santa Claus waved to me in the mall. <laughs> I didn't wave first. He waved first. He started was, it. He started it. So we want to keep that focus, but, you know, it happens every single day. It's not just at Christmas time. We have a choice whether we play it safe or where we're building our faith. Yeah. And so we're actually reading today again. We're going to read a another devotion from Jesus Calling because we've talked about this book a lot. It's phenomenal we hear god speak through these words and it's based on biblical scripture Mm -hmm. and it's by sarah young and if you have this book go ahead we're reading december 10th if you just want to write that down or mark it down but we're just going to talk about this a little bit because it ties in directly with our title are you playing it or feeling safe or are you seeking faith and that's like during every little thing not just christmas but christmas is a nice tie-in and so we're going to start by reading the verse from the devotion from this book okay so we're going to start reading the devotion and it says make god the focal point of your search for security this is this is so perfect right there isn't it Mm -hmm. it's like boom so succinct i think this whole devotion every single line is so powerful but it's exactly what we're talking about so it's the season of christmas yep and we need to make the focal point of our search for security in this world to be jesus Yep. During Christmas, to find that joy, we really have to focus on Jesus. It's not going to be with the present. Yeah, no. I mean, like even to take this context, this out of a Christmas context, for me, for school, I tend to think that if I just get all my schoolwork done, I'll feel a sense of security and safeness. So I like strive to get my work done and do well on it. 
But then afterwards, I don't, I don't, I still don't feel secure. I still don't feel less anxious. I still have that anxiety. And it's like, I'm, because I'm focusing on physical and my schoolwork, I'm not focusing on God. I'm just focused on just grasping for security. It's not coming to me because I'm not making God my focal point of my search for security. And I think that's a great example as we pull it out because it's as simple. It's as simple as that, right? It's yeah. like you, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, but your, your goal is to cross it off your list and be done and have that peace and satisfaction yeah. inside. But what I hear you saying is that it's not there. No, it's not there. And, and as a mom, I kind of find the same thing. One of the things when you have a lot of people in the house, I think it's like a never-ending challenge to clean the house mm-hmm. because someone's always doing something, right? I think, <laughs> ah, you know, my life would be so much calmer, so much peaceful. I'd be so much organized. I'd get more done if I could just have the house clean. Well, now, honestly, that the kids are older and out and about and in college, it's like, you know what, I've, I thought one day, it's like, I have that clean house and everything's yeah. perfectly in place and I feel no different. Yeah. It's, it's still that lack of security. Uh, right. So that, that vision that you had in your head is not attained. So, right. I, it is. It's really a safety point to have a clean, organized house. It makes me feel safe. So the second line, I'm going to read the second line. In your private thoughts, you are still trying to order your world so that it's predictable and feels safe. Yep. It's like, <laughs> oh boy, this one nails nails my thoughts. Boom. Right to the wall. Yep. Yep. It's, it's spot on. Even just like going, well, here at home and at school, it's like, I like my things just the way that I like them. Like... I like my room clean. I like my space clean. I like things organized, accessible. I like to know exactly what's going on. And if something kind of goes out of order, like if I get sidetracked by something, that's still in my control. I have things predicted and uh, that makes me feel safe. Yes. And that's not really a guarantee of anything though, is it? No. Because same as a parent and a mom, really as a parent, it's like you have this checklist, right? You have your husband, you have your kids. So you take them to their doctor appointments, you take them to religion class, you bring them to church, you feed them healthy. Everything should be safe and perfect, but then these things out of nowhere happen and it feels like complete chaos. It's yeah. like Which checking... I feel like we've experienced in our lives and I'm sure a lot of you guys have as well. Like yes. you really can't just, you can't plan. You need to make God that focal point. Yes, that's so important. That, that that focal point is really not the list of things that you need to get done. Mm-hmm. But it feels like in this world, that will bring us safety. That's going to bring mm-hmm. me safety anyway. I'm a huge promoter of lists. Lists are absolutely great in getting things done, but they're not going to bring you internal peace. I mean, even the most successful people. I love a quote from Jim Carrey, the con- comedian very popular comedian he said that he wished he could write everybody a million dollar check right away college kids right when they got out of school so that they would understand that money does not make you happy Mm -hmm. it's like people strive so much for money it's like that doesn't do anything it doesn't bring you happiness and like doesn't kind of like even when we have when we think we're gonna have things in control or when we finally 
reach the idea of what control is, we're still not satisfied. If you go back just to our podcast number one, which kind of talks about our story or a podcast held in a second, um, both those talk a little bit of, about life and death situations that yeah. we have found ourselves in. And as a mama, a mama bear who wants to protect her kids and feel safe, I mean, oh my gosh, God has really shown me that no matter what I do, as much as I try to do to make everything safe, I am not in control. Mm -hmm. And so I have to let go of that control and give it to God and trust God that he it has my best interest at heart, that he loves me unconditionally, and everything is going to be fine in some realm. Yeah. And so it's really important to understand that controlling our environment will yeah. not make us safe. We have to focus on God. Yeah, and kind of speaking of that, though, the devotion goes on to say, not only is this an impossible goal, meaning you can't control everything. Yeah, kind of what I just said. But it's also counterproductive to to spiritual growth. Like mm. you can't. I feel like our we are in control of how we grow spiritually, and if you are trying to grip so tightly onto different things, it's gonna it's gonna be counterproductive of how God wants to use you. I mean, even for me, it's like the last couple of weeks I've been feeling like I like I can't feel the presence of God, but that's not that's not on God. He's not moving away from me. It's my own thoughts and feelings that are keeping me away from God and my own distractions and my own planning and whatever. Yeah, that's like, great... it is counter counterproductive to spiritual growth, and I can feel that. That's a great awareness on your part and a great example that just because we sit here and talk to you, it's like we still go through every day like every other human. And, and sometimes times... it feels like it's worse than others, but I know that's not true because right. everyone has their everyone has their struggles we all do and it's really it's really subconscious blocks it's really our heart that is blocked that can't hear or feel god and there's so yeah. many different things that can put these blocks mm -hmm. and they're basically subconscious a lot of the time we're not even aware they're there we go yeah. about our day we think we're doing great and then it's like you're not really feeling that close to god no. you're feeling a little bit lost mm -hmm. maybe a little bit depressed maybe a little bit anxious so it's important that we need to draw close to god and that we can't physically make ourselves safe yeah you know we can only do it to a degree mm -hmm. so when your private world feels unsteady i'm continuing on with the verse that we're reading <laughs> and you grip my hand for support god's hand you are living in conscious dependence on god and so i love that visual i love this as well i mean it shows you that like god's always there he's sovereign he's faithful no matter what you're going through, kind of like I was talking about, God, God's not the one distancing himself from us. Like we're the ones who are drawing those lines. And so when you let down those walls, I mean, you should, because he's literally the king of the universe. Like there's right. nothing to hide from him. When you decide that you are ready to reach out for him, mm -hmm. he's going to be there. Yes. And he's going to lift you above that circumstance. Not out of the circumstance, not all the time. But he's going to lift you above it. Yeah, he's going to shift your heart. Yeah. Yep. So would you open up your heart and give it all to him? In your most desperate time, often is when I first felt this connection. And then I never wanted to let it go mm -hmm. because... It's so powerful. It is. It's so powerful, he, guys. 
It is. But it's a conscious dependence on God, mm-hmm. not on trying to be independent ourselves, yeah. which is where I, I pride myself on independence. And I have been really working on kind of letting go and allowing God yeah. to move in different places, even in simple things such as like in crowds of people, even if I know them and like it's at work and I've known them for years, I don't like to speak out because I don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to allow God to, I mean, I'm trying to let go of that fear and I'll yeah. let move and talk yeah. more and let God kind of move my spirit and follow his lead. I mean, not that I always need to talk, but you know, it can be as something as simple as that where mm-hmm. you're still gripping on and holding on to your own safety as opposed to, you know, trusting in God and building that faith. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, like you said, it's like really those small things, just letting that go to God, because if you trust God with the small things, you're going to see him work in the big things Absolutely, as well. Absolutely. And so kind of going on with the devotion, it says, instead of yearning for a problem-free life, rejoice, right rejoice here, right here. that trouble highlights your awareness of God's presence, which I think this is oh, so, whoa. so true. I mean... Okay. As you, we've talked about before, like we've fed through some hard things as everyone does. And I feel like especially Christians, like they have such amazing, amazing testimonies of how they've gotten here, but it truly does. It's like, are you going to run from God? Like, are you going to run to feel physically safe? Sometimes you're yearning for physical safety overpowers your dependence on God. But when you go through trouble, I think that it also can highlight your awareness of God. And so Mm -hmm. you run to him, which I think is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And I just want to break this out a little bit because the first part, instead of yearning for a problem-free life, it's like, hello, sign me up, raise your hands. We can't see you. Who wants a problem-free life? We have. I was talking about this. I was literally complaining to mom about yesterday. I was like, mom, why can't I just have it figured out? Why can't I be perfect? Well, okay, Jaina, I'm not really perfect. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to happen. You're not special. You don't get to be here on earth and be the only person here who has a problem-free life. Mm -hmm. It's like four hands are raised over here or they're all up. We want to seek it. And I think a reason why we seek it so much, it's like internal and how we know of that problem-free life is because we're made from the image of God. We are a part of him. We are one. I believe subconsciously there is a drive to be with God and his greatness. Because he is perfect. Like his essence is perfect. His presence is perfect. His presence is peace. Right. So if you're, so if you have it, it doesn't mean that we want to beat ourselves up about it. I mean, no. we have to be really clear Let's about real, that. It's actually we're human. We're human. It's a, and it's a positive thing. We want to be one with God. So that's awesome. So when you look at it that way, then you can move on to the next part of that mm-hmm. line, and then you can start rejoicing that trouble highlights of our awareness of God's presence. Yeah. And we need those opposites. We need sadness to experience joy. Like if we didn't have one, we wouldn't know what the other one was. Right. And so it's very much like, yes, that trouble gives you the opportunity to experience God's goodness, God's presence. Yes. Everything about God is goodness. So when we have trouble, it's That's... like, whoa, it, you just become even more in awe of God. And you have the capability of God's joy mm-hmm. then when you have the trouble. And so it's no different. You have to have high in order to understand low. You have to have dark in order to understand light. And so I'm going on to the next one. So it says, in the darkness of adversity, you're able to see more clearly the radiance of my face. Yeah. And I think we just kind of talked about 
that that yeah. seeing that joy because of the adversity mm-hmm. you know and kind of that opposite polar experience yeah and even when you are going through something difficult it's like man I know God you're working you're faithful you are good God that is going to see this through and like as you develop your own faith and you dive deeply into a relationship with Jesus it's like I know I'm struggling right now but God I can see your goodness I know that you're good and you just it gives you hope it does and every once in a while you might you might get stuck a little bit yeah, that's just the human condition, I feel like. Right, it is. Where it's like, like you said, where you're not feeling close to God. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says, you know, we don't want the devil on our back and we don't want him in our thoughts. So nope. even if you're feeling that distance, you go ahead and say no to the devil. Yep. Devil, I'm yep. a child of God. Go away. I'm done. Yep. And so. We'll not... talk about in James, like, like, if you don't want the devil there, like, say the name of Jesus and he will flee. Amen. Amen. And hallelujah. So it, it's just, it's power that you have in yeah. Jesus' name to make sure that you stay connected even when you're feeling the distance. Absolutely. I think that's important. So it goes on to say, accept the value of your problems in this lifetime, considering them pure joy. Mm-hmm. So accept the value. I like the way they say that. It says accept it. It doesn't mean you have to like it. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes back to the experience piece. Experience is is valuable. If you didn't have an experience, you wouldn't like you wouldn't learn. You wouldn't grow. And so there's there is value in problems. There's value in trials in your life. Like God knows that it takes trials to build to build character. Right. He is fine-tuning us. He is making our faith even stronger mm-hmm. in these trials. Absolutely. And so, and really, that's where that peace and that joy, and the more trials you go to, the stronger you become, and the less do you react, and the more you're able to trust God instinctively, um, knowing that he is a God of good. So the next line in this devotion says, remember that you have an eternity of trouble-free living awaiting you in heaven. Amen. 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 Sometimes that is the hope that gets me through a day. I think that is the hope that a a lot of people have. I mean, I think God wants us to enjoy our life here on earth, but, you know, there is a time when sometimes it's just like, okay, you know, this isn't for eternity. We get to move on. We get to be with God. So that is really important. We know where we're going. That's the beauty of Christ. It's the beauty of faith. Yeah. That's the beauty of believing in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is that he has told us we are going to be with him in heaven. Ah, oh, this is so, I just, this is so good. This is so good. God is good. God is faithful. God has gifted us this, this time on earth. It's very short very very short in, in comparison to eternity like yeah. holy buckets what right when you're when you're stuck in really difficult times i mean you know it, mm. it's really hard it's yeah. sometimes really hard to find the good mm. in it but what i have done and what has helped me i just wanted to throw this out there is just say dear god dear jesus please help me to learn what i need to learn mm-hmm. it has really helped me to 
see things differently and kind of shift into more of God's perspective and to see blessings, take the blessings, find the blessings, even when it's really difficult because there, there are dark things happening all over the, around the world. And we just want to make sure that we are acknowledging that. Yeah. That we're not little Pollyannas. I think sometimes people like to think Christians are Pollyanna sitting there who haven't experienced anything and say, oh, just just pray and Jesus is going to be okay. And, you know, everything's going to be okay. Just pray. Yeah. And yes, pray. But we're not minimizing the difficulty that anybody is going no. through in talking about these trials. Mm-hmm. So, amen. So, the problems, just consider and pray joy. That's yeah. it. But James says, which we will, maybe we should go to James right now. Yeah, let's go to James. Do you want to read James? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is a classic, classic verse. James 1-2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. It doesn't say that, but I'm adding my sisters in there. Hello, sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. Wait. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that was right. right. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Amen. That kind of, that can get stuck yeah. in my throat and in my mind. And it, it kind of makes me want to, when I first read this verse, I kind of want to plug my ears and go, la, 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 la. Yeah. When you're facing trials <laughs> and someone says, oh, just like trust in God, like God is good. Remember James 1, 2, like consider it pure joy. Sometimes pure you want to sock that person in their face. <laughs> I mean, in the most loving, godly yes. way. But like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's shut difficult. up and you deal with this, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're going through <laughs> Tell me how happy really you are about this. Time. We know sometimes the words, but then right, you know, you want to get right, tell the devil to go. Yeah. And Tell God to teach you what you need to learn so mm-hmm. you can move out of this and try and find those blessings and draw close. He will lift you up. He will give you peace. Yep. So that is a good one. And so I'm going to read the next one. And this one is from Isaiah. And it's chapter 41, verse 10. And it says, and I love this, the first of the first what? Four words. So do not fear. And I love that because it ties in with the Christmas season, yep. just like we talked about. With the angels about. appearing to the shepherds. And the angels appearing. The, the angel appearing to Mary. Do not fear. Yep. The angel actually appeared to Joseph. Do not fear. And actually, did you know that do not fear is in the Bible 365 times? Mm-hmm. One for every day. One How for every single day of the amazing year. Amazing is that. Woo. I think that is like a pure God beautiful blessing Mm -hmm. do not fear so but i will continue with this verse as i get a little distracted (laughs) not really we're still on so so do not fear for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will uphold you with my righteous hand Mm -hmm. so that's god's promise to us yeah and that's what you know what we're talking about and he's gonna be with us all the days of our life like through through thick and thin. Amen. Yes. <laughs> He's going to be there. Like, God is so, so faithful. Like, everything we go through is an experience. And even though sometimes it feels like we get lost in that experience, we always, we have access 24-7 to God. Mm-hmm. Even when we don't feel like we do or even when mm-hmm. we don't feel him. Yes. It's like, it's our hearts that are that make the decision it's our minds that make the decision Mm -hmm. to be with him to accept his the hand that he is reaching out to us it's our job like god is a loving god and he wants to wrap himself around us and hold us up high he does but he's not going to do it if we 
resist them. Yeah. So that is important. And so we have one more verse that we want to read. Yeah. It's Psalm 9, 10. Those who know your name will trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. And that's kind of what we we're talking about. Like, if you seek God, he's going he's gonna to be there. He's going to accept you with the warmest welcoming arms. Embrace, yes. Yes. Now, it doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done or what your thoughts have yeah. been. Yeah. It, as soon as you open up your heart, he's there. Exactly. Not, not even not even a fraction of a second, he's right there. He was really all around you, just waiting yep. for you to run into his arms. Yeah. And I love this. There's this one song that we sing at, well, at school, at Salt, at just, I've heard it many places. It's called Homecoming, and it's such a beautiful song. It's a really good reminder that it paints this picture of, like, heaven and, like, God welcoming all of the the children and like all these families and like how it's our homecoming that we get to go to God and he's gonna just be there with loving arms it's such a oh it's such a good song go listen to it (laughs) ah it sounds beautiful that's exactly what he is doing yes and so as we go into this Christmas season and celebrate Jesus's birth and as we begin our new year a good question to ponder during each day and kind of everything that we're doing is are we really searching for security or feeling do we want to feel safe or are we seeking faith mm-hmm. so are we playing the safe card we like to play games here it's like are you guys playing are we we'll talk about us i guess you yeah. can talk about yourself and i talk about myself am i playing the safe card am i playing safe or am i actually trying to seek faith mm-hmm. uh, in different situations mm-hmm. and it gets a little tricky because it can get pretty easy to play the safe card yeah, especially when faith. we get panicked. It's like, oh, yeah. you just you run to like security in physical security. Mm-hmm. Because but God's always there. He's all he's he, always watching. He's always <laughs> there seeking faith. Yep. yep. God's going to hold you up high, bring you joy and peace. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for you guys and then we'll let you go. Fantastic. So please join me in prayer. Okay. Dear God, thank you so much for all of our beautiful, beautiful listeners. Uh I pray that as we go into this season of Christmas that we just look upon you and just the miraculousness that you you have and the the amazing love that you you have for us that you would send your only son for us to come so humbly Uh to be among us and to serve us and to just show us the example that of how we should live. It's such a beautiful thing and God... Just help us to open our eyes up to that awe that you are a miraculous God. Mm-hmm. I pray Amen. that no matter what trials we're facing or going to face, God, that you are in it with us. It's really difficult to see you. And sometimes it's easy. It's easier to seek security than to seek you. But God, I pray that you just plant seeds of trust in our hearts, that we trust you no matter what life throws at us life throws at us i pray Mm -hmm. that if anyone who is listening to this is experiencing any doubt any just attack of the mind or the spirit god that you just send the devil running in jesus name that if that he flees right now because you are god of miracles and you bring Mm -hmm. such goodness into our lives and we trust you that you are going to be faithful and sovereign over every situation God, I thank you for all of our listeners today. I pray mm-hmm. that you continue to bless them and direct them each and every single day. Amen. In Jesus' sweet and holy name, glory, Woo! hallelujah.
God bless you all. God bless. And I guess with that, we're going to sign out. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And even if you listen to this any other time of the year, still celebrate the Savior. Yep. I mean, yeah, you can celebrate his birth anytime. Yeah, anytime. God's not going to care. Except for maybe Easter. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And faith and love. We're going to sign off until two weeks. Faith and love. Kelly. And Jaina. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. And faith and love. Kelly. And Jaina. Bye.